Hey guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. 12 Days of Couch Cast Edition. Day 11, guys. <laughs> Tomorrow's our last day. I can't believe it. We have a fun um, announcement at the end of oh, tomorrow. That's true, we do. So you better make sure you make come sure back. Make sure you come for back. It. It's going to okay. be fun. But we don't That's all we're telling you about yeah. that for now. I love teasing people. <laughs> I'm always the one getting the like cliffhangers because yes. I'm so easy to pull yeah. like things over on. So I'm like, ooh, I get to do this to other people. If it's you've fun. been paying attention at all, though, you probably know what it is. That's true. Anyway, we'll get that's there. That's really all we're saying now. Yes. Okay. Today's question. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. This says, what do you do when your bestie gets a good boyfriend and you struggle with feeling jealousy and second place? And she's like, you want to be totally ecstatic and supportive for her. This is where I've been for a while after she started dating a guy in our small group or our small friend group. I thought time would help and it has a little, but it hasn't healed all wounds. Oh, we've all been there. I, I first to say, of all. Definitely <laughs> been there. Um, so go ahead. I was say, let me say one thing. Yes. I feel like this is harder and is magnified when they're both your friends. That is so they're true. Both in the group, you see them all the time. Like if you have a friend who starts dating someone and he's outside your normal friend group, like, they go do stuff and yeah. you don't see them as much. Right. When they're both your friends, they probably still come to all the same things. Yeah. So you see them together all the time. All the time. That's true. Which is hard. Like, that I feel is like tough. that adds an, an element to it yeah. that wouldn't be there otherwise. That's true. That's a good point. I, so, I know Melanie listens to this. Um, <laughs> and so I'll talk about Melanie um, when I went through this with her because we actually had this conversation not too long ago where I <laughs> told her, I'm like, I remember the first time that Melanie called Trey her best friend. And I'm like, no, <laughs> excuse me. No, you do not get that title. And I didn't say anything out loud, obviously. And I'm, in my brain, I'm like, no, Kristen, this is good. This is good. This is what's supposed to happen. He's supposed to be her best friend. You're a different kind of best friend, but like he's supposed it's to be okay. it. It's fine. Lots of internal dialogue happening <laughs> through all of this. But the the I give this piece of advice because I had to learn this the hard way when I went through this. But I tell anybody going through this is to pray for your friend and their relationship because it's very difficult to be uh, <laughs> jealous and bitter about something that you're praying for. Such it good, really is. It's such good advice. And so I like... Y'all, I literally, I think I've told this on the podcast before, but I'll tell it again. I was literally on the treadmill one day, which was, you know, always shocking because I never get on the that treadmill. That was a feat in and of itself. Yeah, that was, you knew it was going to be a holy moment. Um, but I couldn't get my podcasts to load. Like, it was like the Lord was hijacking my phone. And I started thinking of like, I mean, it was the wedding season and everybody was engaged. It felt like and whatever. And I just felt the burden on my heart at that moment to pray for my friends. And there I had three friends with fiancés at that point and to pray for them, their fiancés, their future marriages, their future children. And I just went down the line and my whole just attitude was so yeah. different by the end of that 30 30- minutes on the treadmill because that's all I could take um, <laughs> on the treadmill not of praying I could have prayed longer could not have run any longer but it is amazing what work the Holy Spirit does in your heart when you are praying for yeah. your friend and praying for their person too and um, and even just praying for yourself in that like there were many times I was like Lord like when I would go showers were always one of those where I would be praying on the way to a oh. bridal shower <laughs> Not like in the shower. Sorry, I, like, really? I should I should have <laughs> clarified bridal showers. I, I yeah. 
that's why I shouldn't be looking at my phone and doing other things <laughs> while we're doing this. Because I just heard her say showers are really tough. And I'm like, what? Hold up. <laughs> no, bridal it. showers. She's having to wash my hair that, every day. It was so tough. <laughs> oh, I had to look pretty all the time. Um, but those were on in the car. I was like, okay, Lord, I, I need you to give me joy. I need you to give me excitement. Because you, and that's, that's what's so... It is a lie that you can't hold joy and like some sadness at the same time. And mm-hmm. I think we feel guilty if we're holding both or we feel like we can't. Yeah. And it's totally normal for you to feel both at the same time. You could be super excited for your friend and mm-hmm. super happy for her. And then it could still linger that like, hey, I really want this because this is a really good thing that you're wanting. It's not like it's a bad yeah. thing. Um, so I do think it's a lie that you can't hold both at the same time, but all of that to say my first piece of advice is to pray for pray for her pray for the guy pray for your heart yeah all the things yeah well and that's what i think yeah because her question was specifically what do you do and i think yeah you be glad for your friend you assume the best of your friend yep but then at the same time like who who are you looking like you were talking about like first time Mel's talked about trying to be her best friend you were like um no that's me <laughs> like who who are you getting your validation from because if it's all coming from your relationships whether it's friends whether it's a boyfriend whether it's whatever if you're getting all of your validation and worth from how those are classified as soon as that changes well your worth is going to change too whether it's to the good or to the bad like in your eyes that is going to shift when in reality your worth is dictated by Jesus and by the work he has done on your behalf at Calvary on the cross. And that does not change. And so what you do is you shift. Well, I'm assuming that someone is off in this. I shouldn't do that. If you have drifted in this or you are looking for that worth somewhere else, you shift your mindset. You take your thoughts captive when you're tempted to jealousy or bitterness or pity. And you say, no, Lord, what? This is what you have done for me. Speak truth to yourself. That's something we say here at my church all the time is don't listen to yourself. Talk to yourself. Not in a weird way. Like don't get too crazy. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) But you lead your feelings. You dictate where those go. You guide that. Don't let them control you and shift that focus to, okay, Lord, I'm so happy for my friend. And like she made it here when she gets a good boyfriend, not just any old boyfriend, a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Be so glad for her. You can balance that. Like you were saying with, you can be bummed that it's not you and you can recognize that you can deal with it. You can take those thoughts captive and say, I, Lord, I am upset about this because that's something you can pray about too. Yeah. Is that you are sad and that it does hurt. And, but tell him, but I know you're good. I know you are right. I know you are just, I know all of these things about you. And if you are speaking that truth to yourself and looking at the goodness of God's character, as opposed to the lack of what you think you don't have, I think your mind, you'll see your mind, mind set shift. (laughs) I almost got those twisted up. Oh my gosh. Yes. And as you see that, I think you will see that you're balancing that joy and that sorrow. I think you will see the joy. I think it won't be an even thing. Like the joy will win out in that. Yeah. I was reading a devotion yesterday that was talking about how 
the enemy can tempt you and put things in front of you that are enticing you to feel a certain way, act a certain way, whatever. Yeah. He can't make you do anything. Nope. He has no control he has over you. no control you over you. And so you, it is ultimately your decision. Like you could be tempted to feel jealous. You could be tempted to feel bitter. You could be tempted to feel, you know, pity. Yeah. But it is your decision on whether you, you know, sit in those feelings, whether you yeah. act on those. And, you know, you're not being forced into any of that. So keep that in mind. And one other thing I'll say too is um, something that really helped with when me and Mel were walking through this is I was really upfront with Melanie about how I was juggling both of those feelings yeah. at the same time. I told her, I'm like, I'm so happy for you. Like, I am thrilled. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is what we've prayed for. I've wanted this for you. You wanted this for you. But I'm also like really wanting it too. Yeah. And so there may be times where I'm like, you know, holding on to both and she was so great about being aware of that but then also just asking how i was doing like from time to time we'd be talking about stuff we'd be talking about you know her even before they got engaged Uh just like things with him and she's like so how are you doing and like yeah what's going on and she like it wasn't all we talked about like we talked about we were still we still had our friendship yeah and i really appreciated that and so if you you know I would hope that you have a good enough relationship with this friend that you could be honest with her mm-hmm. and say, Hey, like, I don't want you to think that I'm not happy for you because right. I absolutely am. But this is also something I'm still waiting for. And so I may be juggling these at the same time. And I would love for, you know, you just, just try to show me some grace in that as I'm yeah. trying to navigate that. And a good friend is going to be more than willing to do that and to walk yeah. through that with you. So don't be afraid to have that conversation either. Oh yeah, I agree. Cause I, the friend that has the boyfriend is not a, unaware of all the things y'all have talked about all these years that you want this too. She knows. And so there may be some awkwardness from her side of, I don't want to, I don't know how she feeling, what she thinking. Da, 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 da. Like, I don't know. So just, um, keep that in mind too. Like it may be a little awkward. One of you got to, one of you has got to bite the bullet and bring it up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know? It's true. <laughs> so I think, yeah, communication is a big thing that will be your friend on this too. Don't over- I mean, you don't have to talk about it constantly, but I do think communicating about it, letting them know what you're thinking will be something that will be helpful. Definitely. All right, guys, I think we'll wrap it there. Thank you so much for joining us for day 11. We have one more day to go. Can't believe we're already here. I think our voices are going to make it. Yeah, I think we're (laughs) going to get through. So be sure to check back tomorrow for the 12th and final day of the 12 days of CouchCast. We will talk to you then. But until next time, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle.